1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom
2: Danny and Dusty. All right. My rock smashes your scissors. Oh, uh, no, not these scissors, pal. <laughs> This is a uh, special titanium steel oh, alloy
3: the space program. Smashed,
2: the With the latest on the Blazers, Ducks, Beavers, and the hottest topics in sports.
4: Hey, what's happening, Norm? It's a dog-eat-dog world, Sammy, and I'm wearing milk underwear.
2: Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, the fan. Hour
5: number 1. Because we're tanking for Victor Wynn Binyama oh. now. Mm. I'm doing that.
3: I thought you'd go just, various languages. Oh, dose me. What do we got? What
5: else we got do, doses two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, so you're, you're trace.
3: Two, three. yeah trace? Yeah,
5: so, trace.
3: Uh, son is three in Japanese. Yeah, I don't
5: know how to count to very many. Fine,
3: fine, fine. three, three mm. German.
5: Yep. Nope. You're already ahead of me. My only, I'm, I'm very limited on that. But it is hour number three, and it is time now to get to our. Let's get it. Roll it. Will Ortner, fire up those NFL films. We hear those bells tolling, and it's time to rock and roll. All right, uh, let's get degenerate with everybody here. Uh, A quick look at the standings. Uh, Atop the leaderboard is myself, eight and seven on the season. Had yourself a
3: good week last week, didn't you?
5: I did, I Mm. did, starting to figure them out. Mm. Listeners are uh, a tie behind, because apparently listeners like kissing their sisters. 7, 7, and 1 is the record of the listeners. Danny sits at 6, 8, and 1 because uh, you kiss your sister as well. And then Jeff Rust uh, is 6 and 9. Nice. nice. <laughs> um, let's get to it. Let's make our picks. Um, first of all, we'll start with the listeners. Go to at Danny and Dusty on social media. Uh, first, you have to hit the follow button. And then you can vote on these three games against the spread. Washington. Uh, The Commanders, minus one tonight, as they take on the Bears. If you want a motivation game, you have the Bears in their orange helmets and orange jerseys. Seahawks, plus two and a half, taking on the Arizona Cardinals at Lumen Field. Um, That should be a fun game up in Seattle. Uh, You can pick that game and... Our third and final game is the Bills-Chiefs, the matchup of the weekend in the NFL. We need to start diving into that one because, my goodness, that game, how is that a 125 game? Who looked at the schedule and said that's not Sunday night football? Why do we have the Cowboys and the Eagles? Everybody wants the
3: Bills and the Chiefs. What are we doing here? Cowboys are America's team. No, they're not. That team resides in Las Vegas.
5: I hate the Dallas Cowboys. I will say yes, they are to get you off your stupid Vegas Raiders being America's team, Danny. I'm just saying.
3: <laughs>
4: Everybody's rallying around Devontae Adams. The only way they're even close to America's team is because they've had so many different homes across the country. Hey. Exactly. We travel. Wait. Actually, they just been to three cities. They've
5: just been right next to each other. Could the Arizona Cardinals be America's team? They've gone Chicago. from Chicago to St. Louis it's... to Arizona. They're well-traveled. Yeah, they are. Also the Rams. And uh, the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got way much more American. All right. And that's talking America. All right. Those are three games that you can get to. Um, I'll get this show on the road. My first pick. I got the Niners minus five and a half at Atlanta. Now, really good against the spread are the Atlanta Falcons, but the spreads just keep getting lower and lower and lower. Tighten that up around a little bit. bit. Yeah. And George Kittle today said, I feel like our offense is back. I feel comfortable, and that should be scary. If Kittle, if they get Kittle more active in a part of that offense, watch Playing a
3: couple dog crap defenses will do that to you. Sure will, Bob. All right, my first pick. I'm going Jaguars. Road dog. Oh, dog dogging it. Plus two. I listen. That Colts team is. <laughs> like, I know they find ways to win, but I just don't think Trevor Lawrence is going to fumble four times.
4: In the dome, it'll be yeah, hard. That's, that's yeah. what I banked on last week too. It didn't help me out for squat. He well, went into it saying they're not. He's not going to fumble four times again.
3: Yeah, it's, it's just the two. So give me the two. I'll take it. I, I, I have faith in the Jaguars.
4: Mr. Rust. Uh, my first game. I'm going against Dusty here. I'm taking the uh, the Atlanta Falcons plus five and a half uh, hosting the the Niners, based oh. solely on them basically covering the spread every game so far. They
5: are a cover machine. I believe they are four zero and one. See against the spread this year. Uh, They've been very, very very good against the spread. Those Atlanta Falcons have been. All right, my second pick. I'm going um, to Lambeau Field, where I will... I can't believe I'm saying this. This is dicey. I am taking the New York Jets. Road dogs, plus seven and a half. There we go. Plus seven and a half. I, I just think that the way Green Bay is playing right now, they will come out. They will play better because they're going to be in London. I think they win that game. I just think it's going to be closer than seven and a half. I think the Jets are playing well enough to keep that within one score. That one could get weird on me.
3: You, you're you getting the, the hook here. That's what really confuses me. I'm all right.
5: I'm all right with that. Okay. I'm all right with that. Okay.
3: Pick number two. I am taking the Bengals road. Favorite
5: Lose by seven. They're good. They at, lose by seven. At the Saints. All right. What do you.
3: Ooh. Bengals oh. road favorite at the Saints. Michael Thomas, Marshawn Lattimore, both out as of today
4: in practice. Jarvis Landry also said. Also practice today.
3: Jarvis Landry. So and if you don't practice Thursday, typically don't play on Sunday. So I am going to believe in the Bengals bouncing back and getting it done and getting back on track. Go ahead and give me the Bengals and the two.
4: The Bungles. All right. I have apparently picked all the same games that you guys have this week. I, too, am taking the Jets as seven-and-a-half-point road dogs at Lambeau. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yep. Mainly because, yeah, the Jets have been playing well lately, or better, than, you know, <laughs> than <laughs> the you Jets. Uh, and I just... And, is also partially in part due to my just utter disdain for Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Hoping that he fails.
3: You you find a way to get on that you you and Colin Cowherd are simpatico, man. You just
4: there's a if there's a way to if Aaron Rodgers catches
3: stray, it's gonna happen. Yeah, I just don't
4: have an irrational hatred for hat on backwards guy. Yeah, I was gonna say, is it because he wears his hat backwards? No? Is it because of his hair? It's a lot of it is the douchey dude that he's sporting with the with the rat tails out the mm, okay. sides. And, Ooh. Yeah.
5: So you are gonna go over the top and you say it's not the hat, it's what's under the hat. It's Done. <laughs> there we go. yeah, I'm going right.
2: to
3: make it super personal. <laughs>
2: Absolutely.
5: All right. Ah! Um, and my third one, I've got Philly at home, six-and-a-half-point favorites against the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I do, don't think we'll see Dak Prescott. Dallas' defense is good. But Philly at home against uh, Cooper Rush. I think this is where Cooper Rush, his, his perfect record, comes to an end. And I think Philly wins by a, a touchdown at least.
3: Well, we're doubling up. I I took the Eagles. Touchdown clear of Dallas. As good as their defense is, Micah Parsons is a little bit banged up. Uh, Lawrence is a little bit banged up. I don't believe in that Dallas offense at all. And Philly's the most complete team that Dallas has played. You, you, You can talk about the Rams all you want. The Rams have real issues. Eagles, that offensive line, real good. Not worried about it. They'll get it done. They'll go ahead and win by a touchdown. Actually, I'm comfortable. If, if the if the points was eight, I'd take Eagles still.
4: Oh, look at you, Mister well, got to keep the bit going all season long. Jacksonville, I've got them at one and a half points at Indianapolis. The uh, the Colts with the second worst point differential in the AFC, and Jacksonville with the third best in the AFC and fifth best in the league overall. I'm taking Jacksonville. I've got them at plus one and a half, but, you know, plus one and a half, plus two, whatever you want to do. I'm all right. The road dog. Road dogs. Look at that. We got a lot of road dogs going on here
5: this week. I like this. I like this. Okay. Um, So our picks in summation, I've got San Francisco minus five and a half at Atlanta. The Jets plus seven and a half at Green Bay. Philly minus six and a half against Dallas. Danny also has Philly minus six and a half. Uh, He's got the Bengals minus two in New Orleans. Jags plus two in Indy. Uh, Rust also on the Jags at plus two. He also is on the Jets at plus seven and a half. And he's going opposite of me going Atlanta plus five and a half against San Francisco if you guys want to play the games the listener picks are up at Danny and Dusty on Twitter Washington and the Bears the uh, Commanders somehow uh, one point favorites in that game heading into tonight the Seahawks hosting the Cardinals at plus two and a half and the Bills minus two and a half hitting the road to Kansas City those are the games you can vote on and pick at Danny and Dusty on Twitter all right Coming up next, let's get back on the old football train, shall we? Um, Something's just never going to change. This is going to be a little tidbit on the Mariners right now.
3: La, 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 la. Turn it down if you
5: don't want it. Yep. Three, two, one. Luis Castillo is dealing right now. Mariners lead two to one in the top of the sixth inning. Castillo, five innings pitched. He's only thrown fifty-nine pitches, <laughs> forty-two of them for strikes. He has uh given up two hits. One of them was a a solo home run to Kyle Tucker. The other one was a double to Jeremy Pena in the fourth inning. Other than that, he's been perfect. Um, Five strikeouts on on the day. And meanwhile, Framber Valdez, five and two-thirds, he's still on the mound. He's throwing 85 pitches, uh, giving up two runs And right now, the Mariners have runners on second and third with two outs
3: he's got 10 swinging strikes too as well Castillo not so, two so he's got a, he's got a swing and miss stuff going
5: yep he's he's really he's dealing he's is pitching he's in command he's throwing the ball really damn well right now one of the best That's deadline
3: good. moves I've seen maybe in my lifetime
5: game changer for well legitimately uh there's been some really good deadline moves I mean
3: this is tremendous for I mean they gave up stuff but they didn't give up the world for him
5: yeah. Uh, and he
3: has been lights out. Yeah. To get a number one like this, and he's been nearly flawless mm-hmm. since they traded for him. he's
2: yeah. what Robbie Ray was supposed to be. Yeah. When we signed him at the beginning of the year.
3: <laughs> and don't get me wrong, Ray's been good, yeah. but this is what a true workhorse looks like.
2: He's been good for your yeah. Don Alvarez.
5: <laughs> well... Uh Justin Verlander was a pretty good deadline move when they got him right before the deadline, and then win one one World Series. Yes. Yeah. He was a good one. And yes. they gave up they didn't give up too much for him. Um but it it could go down as a huge one for the Seattle Mariners because he, he looks awesome right now.
3: <laughs> he he's a throwback pitcher. In the sense, like, he just goes out there and just mm. chews up innings, chews yep. up batters. Yep. Attack, 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 attack.
5: I love that. And he's got cool hair. He does. So actually, this is a cool hair pitching matchup.
3: Oh, no, it, it definitely is. This is a great hair. Yeah.
5: Matchup. Both uh, both pitchers, Framber Valdez and Luis Castillo, have got dreads poking out the back.
3: Mm-hmm. Heavy dreads.
5: And you made a great point about this. they I. I I don't know if they have, like, a, a new hat that is being made. With, like, some flex in the back or something? Yeah, but they're form-fitting on top. And, they, I mean, it's a lot of hair coming out the back. It looks awesome. It does, but, like. But it, it, do, it, it, it's a, it almost is like it's stretching in the back to allow that much hair to be in there because it's tight and form-fitting on, on the sides and, and in the front, too. It's a, it looks cool.
3: I I had the long hair for a while. Actually, there was a period of time where I had hats in different sizes, depending on how long my hair was, Uh because the thickness, you know, on a form, you know, a fitted hat, it changes. But like, that's significantly more hair than I've ever had. So how does like like how do you get that to work? Yeah, I don't know. Do they have small heads?
5: Um, I don't. I don't know the answer to that. Hmm. Maybe we should. Is it weird that I? I think it's very fascinating, like what equipment guys do at. Professional level?
3: No, not at all. I've I've like it's crazy around like there's like team issue stuff and very specific stuff and certain things that guys like yeah. that have that uh, preparation for this and you need that like there's a lot that goes into
5: that. Yeah, like clubhouse attendants do a ton in Major League Baseball. They're really fascinating. Have you ever seen like there, there's a video that actually came out like week two or three um of how Oregon State college game day did it? How Oregon State treats their game balls like from when they open them up in the package mm-hmm. to when they get done, it's, a, it's like a two-and-a-half-hour process to just get a ball from the packaging to ready to throw on the field. They put shaving cream on it. They, they brush it down, put shaving cream on it, brush it down, put uh, glove oil on it, brush it down, put mud on it, let it sit for like an hour. Take it in. And then you brush it again, and then you wax it. That's just to get one ball ready for a game. It's like a incredible process, and
3: they they figured this out over time. What they yeah. need to do to get the leather to mm-hmm. be a certain
5: yeah. way and get get it, make it a little bit more tacky, but um, also have it broken in so when it hits your hands a little bit, it's, it's not as it's
2: got that give to it. yeah, and
5: get all get all the oils off.
3: It's crazy. Yeah, because you were, I mean, you've you obviously played <laughs> a brand new football sucks.
5: Mhm takes a while to break it yeah. all in.
3: Like that
0: kind of stuff
5: I don't know what it is. It fascinates me to to just realize how much goes into it. And I i clubhouse attendance would be an interesting one cuz the visiting clubbies. Remember that guy for the Angels? Speaking of uh franchises that are a disaster, we'll talk about the Washington Commanders soon. Mm-hmm. The Angels are one of those teams. Yeah. Um they had their What is it, uh, trainer, or one of the team doctors? Yeah, uh,
3: physio. Well, he split the difference.
5: He got sentenced to 22 years in prison. Yeah, they're not sure if they're
3: going to keep him uh, chained up in uh, Texas or California because, uh, you know, he killed a guy.
5: Yeah, uh, Kyle Skaggs. Um, Tyler Skaggs. Tyler Skaggs, who he ended up choking on his own vomit. Because because... he was
3: OD'd on fentanyl and Oxy that the trainer gave to him. Mm.
5: But there, remember the visiting clubhouse attendant was fired because he was providing a sticky substance to op- opposing pitchers. And it was like he was the go to guy around Major League Baseball, as like, hey, when are we going to L.A.? Because I need to see my man who's going to give me the sticky stuff that I can take out on the mound. He works for the Angels and he's providing it to opposing pitchers because he makes like he, he made his own special sticky sauce, his,
3: his own secret sauce. Like, that's wild to me. What, what he should have done is gone somewhere and, and patented it and yeah. then sold it.
5: I need to stop talking baseball because right now the bases are loaded with two outs. No, no, keep going. Uh, in the sixth inning, the Mariners uh, have finally gotten the best of Framber Valdez, who is now being taken out of the game. So here come the M's. Here come
7: the M's. I'm an
4: emotional right now.
2: I'll be honest. I, I've been staring at the TV a
3: lot. Good. It's good for you. Builds character. Yeah, it does. Crushing it does. defeats, I'll, I'll ultimately do.
5: Yeah, maybe, like, after this game, uh, if you if it's a crushing defeat for the Mariners, maybe, like, you'll go and have yourself a mind eraser or a cement mixer or one of those shots that we were talking about or earlier that game. you've never
2: had
3: It's before. not blended. I will literally
2: try anything if it will help the Mariners win this game. <laughs> I will put the stupid shoe on my head if that's what it takes to win this game.
5: <laughs> Wait. What is up with the shoes on the head? Like, just one guy decided he was going to put his shoe on his head yeah. at a viewing party, and that's a thing now? Yeah, a Mariners, The rally
2: shoe? Yeah, a Mariners bro was at T-Mobile Park and put a shoe on his head. I'm sure he was a, of sane mind and yeah. didn't have anything else going on. And, I mean, everyone's doing it now, and if that's what it takes to win this game, I will do it. I will do whatever it takes to make sure the Mariners win this game. I am
5: a, I do become a big superstition guy if I'm watching, like, a game in a, in a in a room, you know, and I'm, like, fully in tune in it. If I do something and something good happens, I'm with it. That, 100%. Like, almost the rest of the time. Like, you
2: have to. That's the rules. We don't make them up. We just follow them.
3: <clears throat>
2: it is kind of weird,
5: though, that, the, like, people are, are – we're so much creatures of, of habit that our habit has become, if we do something new, we have to continue to do it until – it it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. Sports, sports do crazy things to us.
3: That's the point. It. it hurts my heart.
5: All right. Speaking of a hurt heart. Well, actually, I'm not sure if he even has one. Um, let's get back into the Washington Commanders. The fallout in the Daniel Snyder, uh, what is it? Article expose on ESPN.com. Yes. They play tonight. Oh. They have Thursday night football in Chicago. What does that mean for the team that actually has to take the field? We got that after Will with (sighs) SportsCenter.
7: Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too.
4: If your day sounds like. We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame.
0: Two more two more.
4: You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Report Chicago, Illinois.
2: This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and yeah. Portland's sports yeah. leader, 1080, The Fan. I'm ready. You ready, I'm
6: ready, Slick. Are you? Oh, yeah. it Girl, I must warn you. I said something
2: strange.
5: All right, Mariners escape or uh, uh, get out of that inning without a run scored. They had the bases loaded. The big dumper was up, and uh, he struck out as the Astros went to the bullpen. It is 2-1, middle of the sixth in Houston, Mariners on top of the Astros. Okay, we talked about Daniel Snyder uh, in his evil villain article that is up at uh, ESPN.com. I highly recommend going and taking a read on it. Basically, he is a supervillain. He is not a good dude, uh, according to 30 sources in this article.
3: I think you could probably take a poll of literally anyone and you would come back with that.
5: Several owners in the NFL do not like him. Uh, the word hate him was <laughs> out thrown out there. And he doesn't care. It is said that he revels in being the villain, being the bad guy.
3: That's what we call megalomaniacs.
5: When I look at him, I say that fits sounds about right. It is. I mean, it's pretty scathing and it it doesn't just make Dan Snyder look bad. It looks, makes the NFL look bad because the owners in the league, the reason why he may eventually lose that team is because he does not put up enough revenue and they don't, they are not going to get a new stadium. And, He has botched it where you have three different states uh, wanting to build a stadium for him in the same place, Maryland, Virginia, and D.C., Um, and all three want it, but he's botched it. He screwed it up and out-leveraged himself, and he looks like an idiot now, and money may be why the NFL owners finally turn on him. Not everything else that you possible that you could have a long time ago.
3: Let's run down the list of reasons uh, owners in professional sports have been have lost their teams. Money, 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 and and money, money. That's money. it. Money. Yep,
5: that's the. They I don't mean, care. They don't care
3: if you're racist. Yeah. As long as it doesn't affect the money, they don't mm-hmm. care if you're misogynist. If it doesn't affect the money, they don't care if you're sexist. If it doesn't the, if it doesn't affect the yep. money, the second the money gets affected, l- always tamper with the bag you gone.
2: Yeah.
5: Jerry Richardson lost his team in Carolina for less than what Daniel Snyder oh, has done.
2: But significantly less. Yeah. And it is, it's, he's it's,
5: still an owner because they still do generate money. Just not enough. Now. Well, I kind of called this shot coming. You did. <laughs> because the commanders play tonight and they are one in four on the season. And I, it was in a different way, but we were talking about who's the next guy who's going to be fired in the NFL after Matt Rule kind of opened up the floodgates. And I said it could be Ron Rivera. Because at one and four, if they drop to one and five, you stop talking about this team being bad, especially if they lose to the Bears. And you stop talking about just this team being bad and why they're why are they bad? Why are they bad? And everything would go and start turning back to Dan Snyder is still the owner of this team. His wife Tanya, who's made out to be like in that ESPN article, like a good person. Like, are we forgetting that (laughs) she's the person married to him for twenty over twenty years? Um, and he is still actively calling the shots on a lot of things. But when when we heard the call from Ron Rivera earlier this week, where he was asked about what the big problem is between them and everybody else in the NFC East. What did he say? Mm, he said
3: quarterback.
5: He said quarterback. He said quarterback. That was on Monday. On Tuesday, he came back and he said, hey, I apologize. I was having a bad day.
3: It might. It's true. I just shouldn't have told you.
5: He was just having a bad day, and he apologized to the team and all that. This is how these, these big, long articles get, get out there. They do the reporting, they do all, the, all of their work, and they get all their sources, they write it out, and then they will say, hey, they'll call communications for whatever franchise it is and say, all right, we're going to run this article. Do you have a comment? They will ask, in this case, Daniel Snyder's lawyers, we're going to run this article. Do you have a comment? And in the article, there are several no comments, no comments, no comments, no comments. Make no mistake, they published this on Thursday, knowing the Commanders are playing in Thursday Night Football tonight. Oh, 100%,
3: because they wanted to put it front and center for, for what's coming.
5: But it probably got to Ron Rivera on Monday when he was asked about this. And one thing that is buried in this article, and they don't, they don't mention that Ron Rivera said anything about Carson Wentz this past week, but in that article, it says that Daniel Snyder is the one who called – the shot on Carson Wentz, and uh-huh. he wanted Carson Wentz. And it's but, just kind of
3: inserted in there in two lines. But
5: they, they also note Daniel Snyder made it clear that it was Ron Rivera who wanted, and the organization said Ron Rivera wanted mm-hmm. Carson Wentz to be the quarterback there. So where does the comment and it, come from? They, they, it was Ron Rivera handpicked Carson Wentz. Now, if Ron Rivera is going to be asked about any of the things in that article— that would probably be one of the things that Ron Rivera is asked about to comment on in that article. And here we are a few days later after he says, I was having a bad day on a Monday, and he was asked about what the problem was, the purpose pitch of quarterback. Hmm. I There may be a very – in my whole thing about Daniel Snyder and firing Ron Rivera was – He would want to deflect because all the attention would come back to him. And it would be on ownership, running this thing ashore yet again, and it's a complete and utter disaster with ownership. This kind of magnifies it even more. That He'll try to find a fall guy, and then everything else turns to, hey, what else can we look at? Ron Rivera may save his own butt by this article being out there.
3: (laughs) It'd be funny if Ron Rivera was the the leak inside the house. Oh, that'd be... The phone calls coming from inside the house. Yeah, I mean, Ron Fair is a good dude. Cancer beaten, well liked, well respected. Like nobody has bad things to say about Coach Ron. Like, yep. you just look at that, and you know full well going to work for that organization what's going on. So yeah. maybe you're like, oh, maybe I can go in there. Maybe I can do a little something. I can. It's so Bring brutal. the man down. That's, that's, me, that's me. hoping, but we we know in reality so that's not that's not true.
5: But this is like this goes to a, a, another question about all of this and in, in the NFL and how it goes. Jordan Alvarez just hit a two run homer. Um,
2: the <laughs> I just I saw it out of the corner of my eye. I Hate him <laughs> so much. <laughs> I hate Jordan Alvarez for life. <laughs>
5: Been there, bud. Been there. (laughs) But here's the thing about everything that's in that article. It's like, knowing how high in, in such regard that Ron Rivera is held across league circles, why did he take that job? Why would he go and work for a place that, behind closed doors and in league circles, has been ridiculously dysfunctional? And... Obviously, front and center is still ridiculously dysfunctional. Why did he take that job at all? Money? Yeah, I mean that was just his way to get back and I, like it be, it, because it just does not make sense to me why a guy there's
3: only thirty two of those jobs. Like,
5: and you put your legacy on; he wasn't going to get another one. But if you're that highly regarded and people love you that much, wh- why wouldn't you? Why, why wouldn't another team want to take a flyer on him? With all the retreads that we see across the league, you would think that he would be a guy that, that could have gotten another gig. And if he gets fired from this one, he will get another job as well. Because he is, he does seem like a good dude. Yeah, no, counts.
3: and that's the thing is that, that the likelihood, like there, I don't think there's a stench, a tangential stench bad enough to taint Ron mm-hmm. Rivera. Man. Now, if Ron Rivera has nastiness in his own closet, okay. Yeah. But I think the tangential awfulness of the Snyder family. I don't.
5: That's a big word. I like that word. Which what? Tangential.
3: Yeah, you like that. Yeah, it's a fun one. Yeah, that is a big one. Hmm. Um, so we do here on this show, we expand vocabularies.
5: Well, we're gonna have it tonight on Thursday Night Football. Uh, my question: Do you think Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit touch this with the ten foot pole?
3: Oh, those two, no, yeah. no. I think Al would be more likely than Kurt to be honest.
5: Yes i wholeheartedly agree with that.
3: Kirk I mean I, he, Kirk Herbstreit, Mr. ESPN yeah. when things are going bad for a quarterback, ah, oh, you know, he's just having a rough night. That, that man has never said a critical word on TV.
5: And this is going to be because they'll catch heat if they don't address it and they don't address it head on because of what they didn't catch heat after the Tua thing. They, like it seems like every week there's been something where people are like, "Why aren't they talking about this?" Well, they they got a lot of very new pieces to the uh to the media world mm-hmm. uh, on that pregame show, especially where you have Richard Sherman, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Andrew Whitworth, uh, Marshawn Lynch is joining them again, I guess, and is joining the Prime Video um, panel this week. That comes right after Richard Sherman said he wishes guy Marshawn was there after uh, the Denver game. Well, guess what? Marshawn is going to be there. Apparently, I, I I understand why they don't in the pre and the half. I think Kirk and Al over the course of this game need to talk about it at
3: some point where they will talk about it is they will uh, preview the game. When they come up to the booth the first time, when they come back up the second time, they will address what's out there in the media world discussions Mm. around the Washington commanders. They will tiptoe around it. They will put their toes in that reflecting pool outside of Washington and then they will pull it right out. But they, they will, (laughs) it is literally a toe in the water. They will, acknowledge it, salute it, and then get back to football. That is how it will be done. I, I'm, I'm, if anybody wants to take that bet, please, I, I will take all comers.
5: That's a good one. That is right on. Ooh, we got uh, good conspiracies coming in from several numbers on the fan sign at 503-250-1080. Maybe the only reason why Ron Rivera is coaching the Washington Commanders is because Daniel Snyder created a dossier on him and blackmailed him into coaching his team. It would, mm. it would, <laughs> he's got the dirt on everybody and nobody wants my job as a head coach. Well, let me blackmail you really quick. You'll be begging for it to be the commander's head coach. <laughs> is it crazy that there's people out there that'll probably believe
3: that? Yeah. Even... I mean, no, it's not crazy. I mean, because we're no, we're finding out he's done yeah. it before. Yeah, no, it's, that's that, like, that's the thing is none of this is actually insane.
5: Oh man. 503-250-1080. That's a fan text line. Get ready for a turf fest tonight. Uh, you have the Bears, Commanders, Thursday night football.
3: Who in the league office was like, "Yep, that's it." Ever
5: at what point
3: stop putting these two franchises on <laughs> well, any prime? Like they need to, both these franchises need to go a yeah, decade yeah. of not being in futility I, to get on prime. Time. I
5: kind of understand it from this one little spin zone that we can do here. They said every team needs a Thursday game. Do they? Yeah. Well, no, they, they do because of the way that the, the somebody would be like, hey, we got multiple Thursday night games. Why did we get screwed with short weeks? And they didn't even have one. So they do them so everybody's standpoint. got yeah. them. Yeah yeah, 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 So they just said instead of having one of these teams absolutely bludgeoned on our network, we'll just have them pillow fight each other. <laughs>
3: God. <laughs> like, it was like, we'll just... So they knew the Colts and Broncos were going to yeah, suck, huh?
5: Yeah, well, we all did. <laughs> no, the Colts and Broncos, no. That's what I'm saying. No, not the Colts and Broncos. Not that one. They thought that that would actually be a good game. They'll be like, hey, on we have, um, we'll sandwich the Commanders and the Bears between the Colts and Broncos and the Saints and Cardinals. Those would be good enough games to where you can sit there and say...
3: You're going to have three straight weeks of putrid football.
2: As we look at it now... <laughs>
5: You're not wrong, Bob.
2: Just putrid football. (laughs) Three straight weeks. At least next week might be
5: exciting.
3: Sure. I mean, it'll be the last time Kyler Murray is going to be viable because Call of Duty comes out a week later.
5: Ooh. You see? Maybe they knew that. That's probably.
3: Get the Cardinals on then before they really suck. All
5: right. 503-250-1080. Danny Dusty on the fan. Gotta love it. Okay. Um, You got a little bit of an update on something that we touched on earlier. Actually, we've touched on a couple times in the show Um, over the last handful of days and weeks and I think it's it, it's really important because it's something that you've been talking about a lot. A,
3: a as lot. As it pertains
5: to the Portland Trailblazers and what's going on there. It's not Gary Payton II.
3: No, it's not. And it, uh, one of the things, I, I went on kind of a long rant, and it apparently angered some, some fans last night uh, on, <laughs> on Jack Ramsey's because I have been kind of hammering this point home through uh, preseason. There's a lot of problems with the defense. There, a, a metric crap ton, I think, is a, a fair assumption or a fair characterization of it. But... Yusuf Nurkic is paid to be the backbone of this defense. And as such, his conditioning is not up to snuff. Not one bit. He's been fouling like crazy. He's very clearly not capable of playing 30 minutes a night right now. I don't think he's really capable of playing more than 20 right now. And uh, I I went on probably like a 12-minute kind of rant or discussion about why that's such a big problem because it starts and ends with him. It doesn't matter how good or bad Damian Lillard and Anthony Simons are navigating pick and rolls if the back line sucks. Mm-hmm. They are paid to go get buckets. He is paid to play defense. Yes. And if his if, if his pillar of defense is not there, they're screwed. Yeah. On, on levels that I, we don't even want to get into before the season starts. But uh, Sean Hyken asked uh, Chauncey Billups about that today at practice, and this is what Chauncey had to say. It's a work in progress, but he's working his tail off, and I'll tell you it's not really his fault. That's one of the reasons why I went over to Germany. Uh, him and Joe uh, Cronin went over there during Eurobasket. I wanted to be around the team, see how he's preparing, see how he's training, see how they're practicing, and support him. But they play such a different game. They throw it to him every time. They don't call charges. It's enough over there. You're talking about his conditioning. Because he over here, it's a bit different. But he's made some significant progress since the start of training camp. You know what I take from that, Dusty? Uh, no. Nope. He came into camp out of shape. He's still out of shape, but he's not as out of shape as he used to be.
5: Uh, that's brutal, though.
3: That's that's how I re- do. You, do you Wait, read that any differently?
5: No, no. And that's always kind of the concern. The, I mean, the the one thing that uh, folks were hoping for is that with EuroBasket, two with months the fact of basketball, he got his uh, big payday mm-hmm. too. That it would be a little bit different, and it, it's not. That this is always kind of the concern in the, in the start of the season is how, what shape is he going to be in? How long is it going to take him to get back into it? And can he stay healthy for the rest of the season a- after that? And th- all of those are valid questions that you can have, and that sh- that's not a reassuring.
3: No, that's uh, a that's a it from, massive red flag
5: from from Chauncey Billups whatsoever. And
3: brutal. that's and that's not error's like, well, uh, brutal, dude. It's, it's not a it's not a coaching thing when your guy comes in into camp out of shape, especially after he says he's already in December.
5: No, but that is also a coach that knows what he needs to do, mm-hmm. and that is he, he's covering his guy kid, there, but kid gloves with mm-hmm. with Nurk.
3: Yeah, and, he, and both uh, him and Cronin both know to pour into Nurk to uplift him. Not don't throw him under the bus because Chauncey could have. But if you read between the lines of what he said, he said he's not in shape.
5: He's not. It's not thrown into the bus season yet. No,
3: no. And then because it, it can get worse. Yeah, that's the thing is that like this this could go really off the rails. Mm. So it's it's very much a I'm I'm going to watch this with hawk eyes, yeah. because this like we can talk again we can talk about Dame and Ant and Hart and Grant till we're blue in the face. If this part of it, being Yusuf Nurkic, isn't up to snuff. Yeah none of the other stuff is going to matter.
5: So you say, like, 20 minutes a game. So it's just, like, free run to the rim for the next 28, for the other 28 minutes? Yeah, like Cool.
3: And they haven't really had a chance to really go with Jeremy Grant, small ball type stuff. They, they Because cool. here's the thing. Their option A <laughs> in Nurkic hasn't been there. So they, they can't even really go to their option B. And they just signed Sar to the two-way, and he sprained his wrist the other night, and he's going to be out for a couple of days. So, like, they're – it it's going to be a slow start in these first 24 games, man. Brutal. Yeah, it is.
5: Brutal, brutal, brutal. All right. <clears throat> um little a couple more house cleaning uh things that that we can get to tomorrow, we will go deep dive into college football. What a great weekend we have across oh, the Oh, we will spend what,
3: 2 hours talking college football tomorrow. There is a ton of action.
5: NFL, you can just fill up enough time with the Chiefs Bills matchup too, which you want to talk about a heavy hitter fight. We got that. Up. This is a heavyweight. The price Bills
3: fight are favored on the road in Arrowhead.
5: I know, I know.
3: Like my eyebrows are up at my hairline,
5: and, and somehow that's not a primetime game. I, yeah. It's wild to me. Uh, that one is going to be exciting, and I think the over under is like the total on that one's like fifty five. And yeah, it's two and like a half. That.
3: Yeah. So like they 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 expect things to be. Tight and offensively powered.
5: I did not want to touch that with the 10-foot oh, pole. No. Because you could I mean, be like 55. I, I think we could see this game in the 70s in the, in the total if it comes to that. But um, we have a great football Friday. You got Cougs and Beeves as well that we need to ramp you up for. And uh, Utah hosting USC. Um, and that's going to be a fun one too because uh, –
3: Obviously, I have vested interests there.
5: That, that one's going to be fun. There's going to be uh, heavy hearts in Salt Lake – as well as uh, they're wearing uniforms to honor the oh. two fallen teammates from a year ago as well. Oh, God, so, I should have taken Utah. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be one of those. That would be a Brook that you get at Rice Eccles, and that'll be a fun game. That'll be a very fun game. So we've got a ton that we need to get to, but uh, as it currently stands, if you don't want to spoiler, uh, you may want to turn down your radio right now. Uh, the Astros lead the Mariners 3-2 to two, uh, with two outs in the top of the seventh inning, though. J.P. Crawford is on first, Troy uh Hi, France, is up to bat. Um, viva, v- v- viva la France. That's right. So well, this has been a. This series is going to be fun.
3: It's going to be fun, but it, it may not culminate in fun for the Northwest.
5: Boy, I don't like. I don't know. They any doubt? That Stop! You de- had? Stop
3: deflecting like you're this. No,
5: no. But with that off day, we talked about this the other day. Would the off day be one where you just think yourself into a pretzel, or would they come out and be sharp? Think of the look at the way that it's it's gone for them so far: Haniger, Santana, and Moore, JP Crawford with it. Those are the guys that have shown up today, and you're in another dogfight. Like
3: yeah, the, the this, top, astro- the top of the lineup the, hasn't done anything for the Mariners today.
5: And and you know what? They're gonna come around because they're too damn good not to. They're nope. too good they're too good not to, and you're in a 3-2 game. I look at that and I say, hey, don't trust this Astros bullpen, folks. Don't do it. Don't do it. Alright, that'll do it for us up next. You got Primetime with Isaac Azuka. Have a great Thursday. See you Friday from noon to three right
3: here on the podcast.